you or someone you love needs help for an addiction, where do you turn? Foundations Recovery Network offers individualized treatment for the whole person. Our goal goes beyond short-term sobriety. We address substance abuse and co-occurring mental health issues together, providing a firm foundation for long-term recovery. The first step is often the hardest, but we're here with a free assessment, insurance information, and treatment options. Our confidential helpline is available 24-7, so call 877-714-1318 and discover the Foundation's Recovery Network difference today. This is Rich Roll, and you're listening to Silver Guy Radio. Yo, what's up? Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in, and thanks to you for supporting the show. Welcome to Sober Guy Radio. I am Shane Raymier, as my homeboy Alan Stevens used to say. And rest in peace, Mr. Alan Stevens, one of my good homies. He would say, Seamus Raymier. Every time I walk through the door, man, I miss that guy. Seamus Raymier, Shane Raymier. Some people call me asshole. Some people call me whatever you want. Call me Cliff. Cliff Richter for some of the, oh, the old homies. Who listens to the show that knows me as Cliff Richter? That's the old school status right there. But it's good to be on the microphone. Welcome if this is your first time listening to the show. Uh, Sober Guy Radio, a platform designed to talk about recovery, keeping it real, having some fun while doing it. And uh, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate everybody's support. Thank you for helping to keep my ass sober and on somewhat of the right track. Shit gets crazy sometimes, that's for sure. Even in the last couple of weeks. And that's what has brought up today's episode, 10 Things to Do When You Feel Like Shit. What do you do? What do you do? 10 things to do when you feel like shit. It's been a weird last few weeks and uh, I noticed myself drifting from my program, from my routine, and uh, I can feel it. I always know when something's going on and, you know, between uh, uh, my marriage with my beautiful wife, who I love very, very much. We're best friends. We've known each other a long time. My two kids, Cash and Lucy. Uh, my job, you know, my jobs, I have multiple jobs, all kinds of projects and um, not trying to sound like I'm so important either, not trying to feel like I'm so important. How easy is it to get lost in all that shit? It is, you know, I start feeling irritated and angry and uh, I think a case of the fuck it uh, is really starting to spread and it spreads like a disease throughout my small little human Shane Raymer brain. And uh, so that's how this this came about. And I'm going to share some of the 10 things that I do when I feel like shit with you in just a minute. But first, you can check us out at thatsoberguy.com. Go there for past episodes, resources. You can contact us there. You can help support the show by donating. You can leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a comment or comments on some of the episodes on there. Um, on that sober guy.com. And then please, I don't want to mix you up here, but leave us a review on iTunes. I mentioned that, but I think it was kind of intertwined in the, in the comments on the, uh, sober guy site, go to iTunes and leave us a review on there. It's, uh, much appreciated. It's cool to go on there and read some of the reviews. I should probably do that again soon. Huh? Maybe go on there and read some of the latest ones. I'll, I will do that. I'll try to weave that in. That's the second time I've said weave on this episode. Like I'm some, um, uh, butt with the Patrick Duffy leg, wicker basket weaving person. If you watch South Park, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, then I just sound like a freak and I am a weird freak anyway. So what does it matter? But anyways, check us out on, on soberguy.com. We're rolling today. 
having some fun with this. Now, if you have any questions about whether you or a loved one may need some help, you can contact Foundations Recovery Network at 877-714-1318. Foundations has nationwide residential and outpatient facilities and they can provide you with a confidential assessment and review the best treatment options for you or your loved one's situation. Great folks at Foundations, we appreciate their support. They bring us out to some conferences throughout the year and we get to hang out and, uh, and, and participate, meet some good people and talk some good recovery. So once again, thanks to them. Let me give you that number one more time. It's 877-714-1318. I also want to give a massive big thank you to Duffy's in Napa uh, Napa Valley, Calistoga area. Um, I want to say thank you specifically to Noelia, to Eric, to Elliot, and of course the rest of the Duffy's team out there. Um, Noelia, who I met at, uh, at the Modality Conference where TJ Woodward and uh, Noah Levine spoke, um, we met and uh, she invited me out to take a tour of the facilities at Duffy's, which was awesome. They got like hot springs out there. It was it was built on top of a hot spring uh, back in the day. I, th- I want to say in the 60s bef- before it transformed into Duffy's, it was like a, um, a, a, am I saying salt baths? Something like that. I'm probably getting that wrong. But it, anyways, it's really, really cool. The area is beautiful. It's right in Calistoga. If you've never been to Calistoga or been to Napa Valley, or I'm sure you've seen it on a wine label for all of you winos out there. You've heard of Napa. It's a beautiful place, um, and uh, it was nice to go out and, and check out Duffy's and meet the staff out there too. I met a lot of good people, and you know, there's some to say. And this goes for foundations too, and I and and this is why we've continued to work with foundations. I got the same vibe when I went out to Duffy's that that people. Uh, like their jobs and that's a huge thing and that they're passionate about their jobs and that they actually care. And I mean, that's a huge thing in recovery, let alone just in general at your, um, at whatever you do for a living. Here's the other part to this is that I went to Azure Acres. Uh, my homeboy, Seth, who's been on the show, one of my best, best buds also went to Azure Acres. He kind of paved the way for me to go there. Azure Acres is in Sebastopol, which is about an hour to two hours, roughly out of, um, out of Calistoga and Napa in the same general area though. And Duffy's and Azure are kind of a a brother sister uh, companies um, and uh, recovery treatment facilities, however you want to put the correct corporate verbiage on it. But um, they're, they're two places where you can fucking get sober and they're great places where you can get a lot of help and you can um, experience, uh, have a good experience in that. And so I went to Azure personally, I went there for 30 days. It was a great experience and it was cool to find out that Duffy's, um, is affiliated, affiliated with Azure and that they have some common ground, some common interests. They, uh, they share a lot of the same values and they do things together too, between barbecues and all kinds of stuff. So I am, um, grateful for that experience and thanks again to them for having me out and, uh, um, what was the next thing now? I'm looking on my list here. I had a list of things. Okay. Yeah. So here's, here's a good point to this list. I do make a list of things. I try to make some show notes. So I sound like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Sometimes I don't. And sometimes, sometimes I get things wrong. And in the recent Bart junkies, episode 193 that we did, it was the last episode put out, I got something wrong. Okay. And I wanted to correct this. Um, I said one in five people in the state of California are homeless. I was wrong about that. I think I got mixed up somewhere in a video that I had put out where I had said one in five people in California live below the poverty line, which is a true statement. Um, I want to thank James 
for the call out on this, I got an email from James and, and basically what James said, he was, he was very nice about it, but he said, Hey dude, I listened to the show. I've listened to it for a long time. I love your stuff, but bro, that's not accurate. There's no way that one in five people in California are homeless. That would mean basically, according to the population, that would mean 8 million people are homeless in California. And I went, wait a minute. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. So I figured it out that I jacked it up. And, um, and so I just, I want part of recovery, right? Admitting where we're wrong at stuff. And of course, on, on stating, trying to be, um, you know, as transparent and get the facts correct. I wanted to talk about this and, and thank James on the show. Uh, so let me give you the real stat here real quick. And then we're going to get into 10 things to do when you feel like shit. According to the 2017 annual homeless assessment report, um, and, uh, and, and this was given to Congress by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, otherwise known as HUD, uh, California had 134,278 homeless people. And while the Golden State has the nation's largest population, the rate of 34 homeless residents per 10,000 people was twice the national average, according to the report. Of those, 68% were living on the streets, by far the worst percentage. And uh, the report said half the nation's homeless live in, live in California, New York, Florida, Texas, or Washington. So one person homeless is way too fucking much. So 10 things to do when you feel like shit. 10 things to do when you feel like shit. Oh, let me take a breath. Man, I get so fired up. I just start going off like like a machine gun. Just I feel like that sometimes. That's how my brain goes. Boom, 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 boom. And then I get shit wrong. And I say, I don't read off a teleprompter here. Like I said, I got some notes. I try to get things right. Um, but my mind starts going and man, it can go, it can go crazy sometimes. I gotta take a little breath and step back for a second and look at this. But how did this 10 things to do when you feel like shit come up? Well, probably because I've been kind of feeling like shit lately. I was just talking to my homie Christian a minute ago. Big thanks to him uh for uh for a little chat when I needed it. And I got a couple homies like that. Of course, my sponsor, um, you know, my homie, Josh, my homie, Seth, got a couple other homeboys that I can lean on and say, Hey man, uh, Robert, you know, Hey, what's up, dude. I'm kind of feeling like this, you know, what you got going on. I mean, that's important and it's not easy, easy to do. And, uh, that's one of the things in here that we're going to talk about. So 10 things to do when you feel like shit. You probably want me to shut up and go down the list. So that's what I'm going to do. This is exactly what I did on Monday morning. Um, this week after a long few days of feeling like shit, actually probably a long couple weeks, it's been, you know, some, some weird things going on. We've had a death in the family, had some weird things at work, had projects, um, trying to stay engaged. And even though I'm at home, I'm, my mind feels like it's not always present because I'm thinking about all the other shit going on in, in life. And it takes away from being a good dad. Sometimes, and then I start feeling guilty and beating myself up. And you know, the whole nine yards for those of you who can feel me on that, you know what I'm talking about. It's that whole cycle of stuff, right? That whole cycle. And it, it's like a, it's like a wave. You ride it, you crash, you ride it, you crash. And it's just, it's life, right? It's life. So what can we do about some of those things? Let me start with number one, get your ass up early, get your ass up early. How many times have you slept in and then you wake up and you're in a big hurry to get everything together? Scarf something down for breakfast real quick. You got to get to work. You got to drop the kids off at school. You got a, a meeting. You got a call you got to be on. 
You got to get your tools together. You got to make your lunch. I mean, all that stuff. And if you don't get your ass up early, man, dude, it's like, I know for me, it can ruin my whole day because now I'm in a hurry. I'm rushing. I'm, I don't have a little me time in the morning to get up and do some of the things that I need to do, which is the, some of the other things that are on this list. But that's such an important thing. Get up early. You know, if you're, if you're getting up right before you got to be somewhere, right, you kind of got it time to where that's exact moment and you're still kind of rushing out the door, man, set your alarm for 30 minutes earlier, or if you can, an hour earlier. You know, I try to be up between five and six every day. And some, man, sometimes my ass is up. It hasn't been lately though. I've been, I've been sleeping in later. I think which is part of the problem that I've been going through with feeling like shit. Some of these days I had been sleeping until like six 30, seven, even one day. Uh, one night I stayed up late working on the house cause we were trying to get some things done. I slept till eight and I felt like the worst in the morning. I know that's might be funny to some people like, man, eight, that's not late. But for me, you know, some, some days my ass is up at four. You know, I know some of you cats out there who do construction are up at like 2.33. I can remember doing drywall when I was getting up at 3.30 every morning. So I could meet by 4.30 and be on my way out to the city, um, you know, be at the job by by 6 and uh, be ready to go. So I know some people have early, early mornings. If you're one of those people who's got to get up at 3 or 4, it's like, well, get your, I already get up early, but how do I have time to do some of this next stuff? Well, you can fit it in there. You might not be able to do as much time, but there is a way to do it. And you just got to get creative and you just got to do it. And I'm not speaking to tell you what to do. I'm actually speaking out loud because I need to do this shit too every day. I don't do it every day. It's impossible. I'm not perfect. I try my best to do at least some of it every day, but man, on the days that I can do this every day, these 10 things, man, dude, my, my day is a lot better. A lot better. So get your ass up early, number one. Number two, first thought, gratitude. First thought, gratitude. What's the first thing you think about when you wake up? Is it, damn, I got a boner right now. <laughs> Is it, I got to check my email. You know, Is it, uh, damn, I'm hungry. Is it, I got to take a shit. That's a classic one for me. Damn, I got to take a dump right now. I'm getting real right now. I'm keeping it real, okay? These are some of the things, but what about gratitude? What about gratitude? Man, God, thank you for allowing me to open my eyes right now. Take a deep breath. You know, thank you, Lord, for my family. Thank you for my job that I get to go up to. I don't have to get up and go to this job right now. I can lay here and I can quit. I can get fired. I get to get up and go make a living for my family. Or I get to get up and go to school. You know, I'm going back to school for something. I get to get up and take the kids to school. Whatever it is that you do, what's that first thought look like? Is it gratitude? Or is it like, ah, fuck, here we go again, another day. And trust me, I've been there before. I still go there some days where I just don't really feel like getting up. You know, and I definitely don't feel like having a thought of gratitude, but I have to try to practice that. So one of the things that I have done in the past, and actually I probably need to do this again, is put a little note right next to my bed. You know, I think for a while there I had I had a list of, of things, and I don't know why I took it down. I think because... I think cash wrote on it or I tore it off something like that. But regardless, it's irrelevant. I need to probably put something else up there that can remind myself and you can do the same. Put a little note up there. First thought gratitude. That way you see something right off the, Oh yeah, that's right. Thank you for waking me up today. God. I mean, it's, it can be simple. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. All right. So get your ass up early. First thought gratitude. Number three, 
drink a glass of water with lemon. This is something that's a little bit new for me. I usually go straight for the coffee. Okay, but I've been noticing when I wake up, I either have my drink right by my bed at night, which I have been doing a lot more lately, which has been nice. And throughout the night, even if I wake up and roll over, I might feel a little parched, get up and take a leak or something. I can come back and have a, have a drink of water real quick while I'm kind of sleeping. But first thing in the morning too, that drink of water with the lemon in it does something. And I, I know there's some science behind it. I didn't look into it. I didn't have time. I don't know exactly what it is. I know a lot of people have talked about this before. I've heard it on other podcasts. Um, I've heard it on, um, on uh, some other shows. I've heard lots of people talk about it. It's nothing new. It's a little new to me to actually do it, but it has, it wakes, it wakes you up. It makes you feel there's something reviving and refreshing about it. And it does something to me mentally when I wake up and I can, can um, you know, have that, that, uh, that drink right off the bat. And then I'll go for some coffee. I didn't put coffee on this 10 things, although I probably could have or should have. I do go to some coffee right after I drink the glass of water. Okay, or even it's maybe it's not even a full glass. You know, I got a I got a Yeti. Excuse me, I have a Yeti. I got a Yeti, son. That's how I talk sometimes. Whatever. Um, I got a Yeti and it's it's filled up, and so I might you know take a big chug out of it with with some lemon in it. You know, just something to kind of get me rolling, and then I'll sip on it for the rest of the morning. Um, and that seems to really help to wake up and to really get, get the day moving, get my ass moving and, and start feeling refreshed. All right. So get your ass up early. First thought, gratitude, drink a glass of water with some lemon in it. Number four, read for 10 minutes, read for 10 minutes. What are you reading? What are you reading right now? Are you reading the Bible? Are you reading your big book, your AA book? Are you reading your CR book? Are you reading, um, refuge recovery book? Are you reading against the stream? Are you reading fucking a cookbook? I don't know. Whatever you're reading, like you got to read something. Well, you don't got to do anything, but for me, I got to get something in the morning time where I can like relax a minute too. And, and, and just take a look. Maybe it's a transitions daily that you're reading the daily AA email that you can get. I think it's transitionsdaily.org. you know, something to get your mind starting to move in a positive fashion for the day, get you set up. Um, you know, for me lately, I've been reading the refuge recovery handbook and against the stream. I've been kind of going back and forth, just getting some, um, some, some info and some learning on meditation and the refuge program, what that is, what that looks like. That's where I'm at right now. You know, this, like anything stuff changes, you know, maybe next month I'm reading, you know, back to the AA big book, which I still pick up and, and, and go through too. But like right now, that's kind of what I'm going for. So pick something or pick a couple things and read for 10 minutes. I did this, um, you know, in the morning, this morning read for, you know, just not very, even if it's five minutes, it could even be five minutes. I think transitions daily only takes me about five minutes to go through, but whatever it is, do something some sort of reading to kind of get your mind ready and get prepared with some positivity, some reinforcement for your day because you're going to face some shit. And uh, it might be some good stuff. It might be some tough stuff. Who knows what it is, but that's a good way to get started. Next, right after the reading, this is number five. I got I to gotta look at these here because I bullet pointed them. I didn't count. I didn't put numbers by them, but I think this is five. 
pray or meditate for 10 minutes. Okay, pray or meditate for 10 minutes. So you're going to read for 10 minutes. Then you can go into some prayer meditation for 10 minutes. Man, I can't tell you. I actually just before I started recording this had a, a nice little uh, prayer and meditation session guided, by the way, on uh, I think it's meditation. I don't have my phone right here. Um, meditation app that I use. And um, God, it's so powerful what that does to be able to pray and to meditate on something or nothing or whatever it is that's going on. It does something that's very, very powerful, especially when it's done first thing in the morning. Right now, as I'm recording this, it's the evening time. It's already 6, 6 p.m. I'm actually holed up in a hotel room in Fresno, California right now because I'm getting ready for some meetings and some work tomorrow out here. Uh, so I had to come stay overnight. But, you know, I, when I, after I got here and got settled in and everything, I went down to the pool area and I read a little bit and I, I got my meditation on. So this isn't you know, I would recommend doing these things first thing in the morning, like especially obviously get your ass up early, first thought, gratitude, drinking a glass of water, those types of things. Some of this stuff can be done throughout the day is my point. You don't have, if you miss it in the morning, which I sometimes do, I can do this stuff later on. Maybe it's an evening time. I got to be flexible is my point because some, sometimes things happen in, in the morning time, in the evening time, you got to flex. It's just important to try to get some of these things in, in the day when you're feeling like shit, because normally for me, when I start feeling like shit and I start feeling out of, out of character and I'm doing things, I'm getting angry. I'm starting to feel resentful. It's because I'm not doing the things that I know I need to do. Don't ask me why I don't do them. I don't know. I'm human. It's a jacked up thing. I know. And it's, it's a hard thing. And I'll tell you what's harder is not being hard on myself. It's hard for you to not be hard on yourself. I know. I know. Does that resonate with you? You feel me on that? It's not easy, but you can do it. And so can I, we can do it together on podcasts and meetings in your own community at your own meetings, you know, get out there, get out there and be um, in that and pray and meditate while you're at it. Okay. It's an important thing. And if you don't know how to meditate, go on YouTube or something and type in how to meditate. It's not hard. Go to refuge recovery. They got all kinds of shit on there that can show you and help you start. I'm not a, a great, you know, um, uh, I'm not great at, at praying and meditating sometimes. I don't, I mean, I feel like I've gotten a little better, I guess, over, over practicing it, but it doesn't have to be perfect. It's probably not going to look like what you think it should look like. But the important thing is, is trying effort, practicing. Okay. So number six, exercise, <laughs> exercise. <laughs> I say that because this is a tough one for me. Now, if walking the dog counts as exercise, I'm a fucking pro. I am a pro at walking the dog. I'll take Brody out. He'll go shit on some lawns. I got to clean it up. Hopefully it's garbage day so I can dump the little green bag in one of the garbage cans. Every once in a while, I'll act like I didn't see him shit because I don't have a bag or I just don't feel like cleaning it up. I mean, come on. You got to do what you got to do sometimes. But if that counts as exercise... I think it counts. It's exercise. You're getting out there. You're doing something. How about a little run? How about a yog? Doing this new thing called yogging. Was that Ron Burgundy? I believe somebody said it on a movie. Yogging, jog, go on a 30 minute run. I've had a couple runs this week. It's been great. Rode the bike a little bit. Just some exercise, something. There's something that 
it does to the brain, to the body, more importantly, the brain for me. It's just something mental that I feel so much better. And part of it is the serotonin. We used um, drugs and alcohol to increase serotonin levels. I used a ton of cocaine. And you get jolts of serotonin to your brain. You feel like you're just phenomenal, to use that word. And after you don't have that, when you've eliminated the drugs and the alcohol, where do you get that serotonin from? You can get it from an orgasm, some some serotonin going there. We're not going to talk about that right now. Let's talk about exercise. How about exercise? You can get that from some exercise. So walk the dog, go on a little run, ride a bike, do some squats, do something to get yourself some exercise, okay? So let me count these down again. We got number one, get your ass up early. Number two, first thought gratitude. Number three, drink a glass of water with some lemon. Number four, read for 10 minutes. Number five, pray, meditate for 10 minutes. Number six, exercise. Number seven, number seven, eat some healthy shit. I'm not talking about a turd. Don't really go eat some like literally shit. Okay, but eat something healthy and continue eating healthy shit throughout the day. Now, what does that look like for you? And I'm going to be 100% honest with you right now, I promise, because I do not want to be a hypocrite here. Eating, I've talked about this many times on the podcast, especially in recent episodes, has been one of the toughest things for me because sugar. How many of us who are in recovery who have had an alcohol or drug problem have an issue with sugar? I know damn well I'm not the only one who wants to go run to the store to grab some milk for my wife and decides let's grab some cupcakes too and smash them down in the parking lot and then throw the box away in the side yard garbage can so nobody will fucking know. Did I just do that? It's like a wrestler or something. But for real, I'm not the only one who does that. But when I am eating some things that are healthy for me, which I do do too, I go back and forth. It's like a fucking teeter-totter. Some days are up, some days are down. Some days are up, some days are down. Some half of the day is good, and then at nighttime, I fuck it all up for the day. I don't know, man. This is a, it's an ongoing struggle for me, okay? But I'll tell you one thing. I'm not going to fucking give up on it. I will tell you that. I will not give up on eating some healthy shit during the day. Some healthy food. Keep saying shit. Every time I say that, I picture myself eating a turd. So I got to, I probably shouldn't say that because it's kind of gross, but eating something healthy for me, some vegetables, a salad, a a shake. Like this morning I made a, what did I have in it? I had, I put some ice in there. I put some berries, some frozen berries, get a big ass bag of frozen berries from Costco. I put some peanut butter and, um, uh, I put some protein powder and some almond milk. Pretty damn good. Not perfect. I'm sure somebody's going to say, well, what kind of peanut butter? There's sugar in that. Well, I know, okay? I'm doing the best I can. Fuck off. All right? I got to tell myself that, actually, a lot of the time. Like, fuck off, brain. Like, I'm doing the best I can. Let me give Shane Raymer some grace here. It's tough. But I'll tell you what. When I'm eating healthy throughout the day, I feel a hell of a lot better than when I'm not. And this is an ongoing battle. So by no means do I have it figured out. But what I do have figured out, I'm at the point at least that I can at least know the two um, the two outcomes of the decisions I make. If I eat this shitty ass food, 
going to feel like shit. And if I eat this something healthy and it's a little bit lighter and it's not as much, I'm going to feel quite a bit better. Those are decisions that I have to make. And they're still decisions that I have a hard time with. But like I said, I'm not going to give up, not going to give up on that at all. So number eight, call a friend. I mentioned this at the beginning of the episode. I had a good talk with my homie Christian today. Thank you again to him and all my homies out there that I talk with on the regular. Thank you. This is so important, especially for you dudes out there. We all know chicks, you know, no offense or anything, but y'all can get down on some convo. My wife, she'll say like 16,000 words in about 47 seconds. Me, I'm probably like 16 words in about 47 seconds. So I'm, you know, it's, it's different is all I'm saying. It's not one is better or worse. I could probably talk more. I probably need to talk more, but point being is no matter what it is, whether you're a chick and you say 16,000 words in 47 seconds, or you're a dude and you say 16 words in 47 seconds, you got to have some sort of, um, accountability to a good friend, a sponsor, a mentor, somebody that you can call. I was having a weird day today. Like I've been saying, it's been a weird time right now in my life. As the chicks say, it's a season. As my wife says, I can't say chicks. I don't know if all the women say that. I know my wife and some of her friends do. It's a season that we're going through. And she's right. As funny as it sounds, and I make fun of it a little bit. I'm a dick for that. But it's it's kind of funny, and it's absolutely true at the same time. It's a season. It is. And this is one of those times when, you know, it's a bit weird. But having those homeboys that I can call and get a little bit vulnerable and not, you know, not feel like I got a front, like I'm, I got it all figured out, which I can do sometimes. I definitely don't have it all figured out. Tell you that as Keith, um, Keith and his lovely wife, Roselle came in to celebrate recovery on Monday night this week. And they spoke. And one of the things that he said that stood out is we're in process. He said it about himself first. I am in process this life, and, and they've been through some shit, tell you that, just like a lot of us have. But this life is a process. Everything is process. We're never going to be done. And when we are done, it's time to die. So in all honesty, I don't want to be done. I got some living to do still. you know. And so in, in being in that process, it's important to talk about that process. And who do we talk about that with? Well, we can talk about it in, in a meeting. We can talk about it with a sponsor or a mentor. We can talk about it with a friend. So call a friend if you're feeling like shit. Okay, number nine. I just mentioned this, but go to a meeting. Go to a meeting. I had my Monday CR meeting. It was absolutely great this week. I needed it. I didn't go the week before. I was working late. I had a bunch of stuff to do for the week. And I, I got to be honest, I probably could have went, you know, I feel like I would have been stressed out and trying to do a million things. Anyways, here I go. See, I'm beating myself up, trying to make excuses, trying to say why I didn't go. Fuck it. I didn't go. Okay. But I went this last week and that's what's important. And that was crucial. It was a great meeting. I saw Keith and Roselle speak. Um, I went into group afterwards. I got to talk about some things that I haven't got to talk about in a minute. It was crucial crucial, you know, and these things, 10 things to do when you feel like shit, you know, this isn't anything new. I'm just telling you what somebody else has told me. So let me make that very clear here too, while we go through number nine and before we get into number 10, 
you know, going to a meeting is number nine. And that's something that is, I mean, who, obviously for newcomers, yeah, that's something that they might need to know. But this isn't, this is foundational shit right here that we're talking about. These are things that a lot of us know that we should be doing. I know I should be doing all this stuff. Do I do it all the time? Fuck no, I don't because I suck sometimes. Sometimes I'm better than others. I shouldn't say I suck sometimes, right? Don't beat yourself up, Raymer. Don't beat yourself up. Take it easy on yourself. You're loving how I'm talking in the third person today. I'm pumped. Who's pumped? Who's pumped? Who's pumped? I don't know, man. It's crazy. I'm crazy sometimes. I feel crazy sometimes. I feel great sometimes. I feel like shit sometimes. It's life, son. We got to deal with it. We got to handle it. And how we handle it is by doing the things that we need to do. Back to number nine, getting your ass to a meeting. Doesn't matter what meeting it is. Just get somewhere. Could be AA. Could be NA. Could be CR. Could be... um, uh, smart recovery, which I have never tried smart recovery, but I hear a lot of people talk about it. it. Maybe it's smart recovery. Maybe it's refuge recovery. Maybe it's a group at your church or a group at your gym, a men's group or something, or a, a, a basketball, a hoop game or softball night on Thursdays. That's a meeting. I mean, it's not a, not a group meeting or a, a, a recovery meeting, but it's some sort of meeting where there's people is all I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. Get around some people. Don't let that shit isolate you when you start feeling down. You know, and I say, when I say don't let, I'm talking for myself too. I want to be clear on that. I always say that, but I'm talking from my heart about myself too, because I get isolated. Everybody does. Everybody gets isolated at some point and we can't do that. You got to get out there, especially when, let me, let me tell you one last thing. And then we're going to move to number 10. I've heard this so many times from different people. When you feel like you definitely don't want to go to a meeting, you definitely don't want to call a friend. You definitely don't want to pray. You don't want to meditate. You don't want to drink a fucking dumb glass of water with lemon. You don't want to get your ass up early. That's when you know that you should do it. That's when I know I should do that. When I feel the most resistance in doing that, that's when I should Definitely, absolutely, 100% do that shit. All right, number 10. And I kind of put a couple things in here because this is how I, I ideally would like to end my night every night. And we don't always do that because sometimes the kids are up late. Sometimes we got things going on with groups and sports. And the life of a parent is not easy, but it is the most rewarding thing in life. And I'm, I'm learning every day as I go. But one a, a good thing that, I would like to do, you know, more regularly, regularly is end the night with some tea or some water, something to kind of sip on instead of eating shitty food, because that's an issue too. Oh, we just had dinner. Okay. I just ate a healthy dinner. Let me grab some cookies. Let me grab some of that cake real quick before bed. That is a tough one for me. So the other night, we ended, we didn't have any tea. I had some water, but we have done tea before. It's been a while. Probably bring that one back out again. It's a good one. A little calming, relaxing tea. But we drank some water and we and we talked. We had a conversation. I'm talking about Jess and I. We actually got to sit down. The kids fell asleep at an hour where it was early enough to where we were still exhausted from the day, but we had a little bit of time where we could sit down and actually talk. And it was such a nice, I didn't have the TV on. We weren't watching a dumb movie or falling asleep to the office, which is hilarious. By the way, one of our favorite shows to fall asleep to Dwight Schrute. 
and Michael Scott, for you office lovers out there, comedy. But we didn't do that. We didn't watch any shows. We didn't do anything. We just, we, we kicked back and we talked and we relaxed a little bit. And you can also, if you want to throw in there, which I, which I get to do sometimes, not every night, but I, you know, I like to put it in there when I can is a little meditation and prayer or some reading before bed. Reading makes my ass fall asleep a lot of the time, you know, so if I can even get five or 10 minutes in, man, that's, I'm like, I'm ready to freaking crash out real quick with the book in my hand. So, you know, number 10, a few things to end the night with some, some tea or some water, some reading, some meditation, some prayer, or just some good old fashioned conversation with your loved one, with your wife, with your husband, with your kids, even, you know, read a book to your kids. (laughs) Let me tell myself that Shane, read a book to your kids. I haven't done that in a minute. I need to do that. See how this accountability shit works. I don't want to say that. I think I'm a good dad. But I'm, I don't do the things sometimes that I know I should be doing. And I have to hold myself accountable. And thank God this microphone, this little itty bitty podcast that a few people listen to helps me do that. What do you have to help keep you accountable? You know, I also have people in my life that help keep me accountable. I got a great wife. I got a great family. Um, you know, I have a great extended family and friends. And, and we got a great little community of folks to help keep me accountable in addition to the podcast. What do you have? Who's keeping your ass accountable? If you're trying to do it on on your own, I guarantee you it's way fucking hard like that. And it probably ain't working too good. It's not easy. It takes work. It takes time. Okay, this stuff is not easy, which is partly why I've been feeling like shit in the last couple weeks. Last month, there's a lot going on and it's not easy and it takes work. And even though I know a lot of this stuff, I'm not always doing the work that I need to do on the regular. And here's the, let me, let me talk about the, the, the kind of the balance in this too, because I get overwhelmed with just what I just said. I'm not doing the work. I'm not, I'm not doing it good enough. And then I start beating myself up and I, and then it makes it worse. You know, when does it get to a point where it's just so fucking exhausting that it's like, God, I'm just, I, I got to do, I got to eat right and I got to exercise and I got to pray and I got to get up early. It's just fucking overwhelming. You can feel wore out from all that stuff. Like I'm just tired of trying to be better all the time. Okay. And I don't want I'm not ending on a, on a sour note here. I'm just saying this because it's real. You go through this. I go through this stuff, these thoughts and they're normal is what I'm saying. Okay. So point being, do the best you can. Remember, it's not easy. It takes work and do the best you can. Just do the best you can. If you don't do all 10 of these things, which I'll be honest with you, I don't do all 10 of these every day. That's a, that's a great day when I can do every single one of these, but some, but life days don't work like that all the time. But if you can get half of them in there, I can usually always every day, at least get half of these 10 in my day. You know, that's some progress right there. That's you know, something that you can take to the next day, you know, cause it's not easy. It takes work. Do your best. Okay. And it takes being mindful of that. How do you stay mindful? Do the shit that, you know, works. How do I stay mindful? I do the shit that I know works. It's a, it's a battle. Got to battle. You got to have the tools to battle, but you can do it and I can do it. We can do it together. You can do it in community. Don't do this shit alone. It doesn't work very good. Trust me, I've tried it. It doesn't work. 
you need some, some higher power in your life, some God in your life, some meditation in your life, all that good stuff, some prayer in your life. Get your ass up early, all the stuff. So let's go down the list one more time and then we're going to wrap this up. Number one, get your ass up early. Number two, first thought gratitude. Number three, drink a glass of water with lemon. Number four, read for 10 minutes. Number five, pray, meditate for 10 minutes. Number six, exercise. Number seven, eat some healthy shit. Number eight, call a friend, call a sponsor, call a mentor, go meet with one. Number nine, go to a meeting, get around some people. Number 10, drink some water, some tea at the end of the night. Read, meditate, pray, and have some conversation to end your night, okay? Remember, it's not easy. It takes work. Do your best. Thanks for listening. Check us out at thatsoberguy.com. Thanks to um, Foundations Recovery. Thanks to Duffy's for having us out. Thanks to Azure Acres for getting my ass sober. And much love, peace, respect. Keep your blood 